Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. You're here with Andrew and Spring, your favorite sex doctors, not sex perverts. We talked about that last week. Um, To answer your questions about love and sex, and thank you for submitting all of your questions. We love seeing them. We have a massive list. We get all of this email from you. Uh, It's really interesting to see the kind of questions that you have. How are you doing today, Spring? I'm doing great. Well, I dropped a kettle on my foot yesterday, which kind of has made my whole foot not happy with me. Um, my sister was visiting here with my nephew and there was just a lot going on in the kitchen with a four-year-old running around and us trying to make breakfast. And I picked up the kettle to fill it and I turned around and ah, dropped it on my foot. Other than that, I'm feeling great. My foot is just a little blue and black and swollen and hurty. <laughs> have you, have you, ha- have you seen like not our kind of doctor, but like the like the doctor doctor well, type to see if it's okay? Um, my nephew looked at it, who's four, and he said it looks like some of your nail polish has come off your toe, and he was right. So I had that assessment done, and then I looked at it, and my toe looked kind of gray, and I said. And me being a doctor myself, I said, oh, it looks like that toe is dead. Um, So we've had two, it sounds like experts examine my foot now. Why don't you hold it up so I can see it? I'll give you a third. (laughs) It doesn't look that bad. You'll probably think it's fine. Oh, that bruise is in a weird space. (laughs) Anyway, other than my toe being dead, I'm having a great day. Uh, well, I mean, we can we we can start a new episode. Like, what do you? I do, are you submitting the question? What do you? What do I do when my toe what dies? What do I do with a dead toe? <laughs> oh. I had my nephew visit this weekend too. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was super fun. Um, we've talked to about him before. He's had shout outs on the show. Um, it was the first time uh, my nephew and his fiance. Now, my nephew is much older than four. You have to add twenty <laughs> more to it. Um, he came to visit uh, and we just did like this really fun weekend. I don't really feel like his uncle. We're just kind of like age disparate friends who hang out and do fun things. But we went to like drag shows and fancy restaurants and did. We tried to do the beach, but the weather was real stormy. But now it's beautiful again. But it was really fun. Um, shout out to my nephew and his fiance. Um, I'm trying not to say their names. <laughs> I'm really terrible about that when I'm telling personal stories. It's really exciting to see yeah. you. Uh, I, I can tell you now, um, neither of them are doctors. But if I showed you showed them both your foot, they would probably agree that your nail polish had come off as well. So so we both had awesome weekends with our nephews. Um, I hope that you all had an awesome weekend as well. Um, I don't know. Well, okay. So. so, I mean, let me just tell you about what my nephew and I did. I mean, it sounds like your nephew um, did some more adultish things with you. Um, my nephew is four, so we did a lot of playing. And we also did some inventing of both songs and dance moves to go with the songs. Um, so, our music video that we did uh which we made several music videos of is called trash bananas um and it's about bananas that we rescue from the trash um that are still edible because they have a great skin on them uh that sounds 
amazing. I'm a germaphobe, everybody. So fresh food and I'd be like, and you rescue the banana from the trash and then you throw it (laughs) in the trash again because it's a trash banana. Though I realize I'm totally on board with, you know, like upcycling and recycling and people making excellent food out of food that doesn't look very pretty. Um, And I'm happy to eat it if you make it for me, but I'm not the person who is going to trash pick a banana and write a song about it and then eat it. I would just. What about the dance? Would you do the dance to the trash banana song? Absolutely. Okay, I mean, you can't see me right now, um, but I 100% would be happy to do that Okay, dance. great. I'll teach it to you later. Yay! <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we are on to our question for the day. And our question is... It is actually related to, I would say, trash bananas. Trash bananas. So um, what is death grip and what can I do about it? <laughs> That's related to trash bananas, right? I mean, I guess you could masturbate with a banana peel. <laughs> well, I mean, a trash. Oh, wait, some people do. <laughs> Holy crap! You like you take a banana peel, you put it in the microwave for a couple seconds to warm it up, and then you. I have never done it because it sounds really messy. Um, but if you have, let us know. No, don't know. Just don't know. Um, <laughs> All right. So uh, what is death grip? What is it? What is death grip? Death grip is like holding on to your penis so tight when you masturbate. Like so, so, so tight. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think that uh, she is talking to her four-year-old nephew again. No. Right. So death grip. Um, so it is not a medically accurate term. It has not been a medically studied term. A lot of what we're going to be talking about today is anecdotal. Um, there's a lot of evidence in terms of people uh, who experience both the death grip and then the solutions we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but death grip is when a man uh, masturbates um, very roughly with his hand or with an intense pressure or in a very specific like body position or specific way. Um, and then um, when that man uh, tries to have some kind of intercourse or sex um, with another person, they're unable to have an orgasm with them because they're not getting the same level, kind, style, type, position of stimulation that they're used to when they masturbate on their own. Right? Right. So it's called death grip because for most men is because they squeeze their penis really hard when they're masturbating um, and they're used to that intense kind of friction and sensation. And then when they have sex with someone else, if it's in a mouth or an anus or a vagina, none of those orifices can mimic that intense level of both friction and uh, tension squeeze. Right. So, I mean, I would imagine that one of the reasons we actually call it death grip is because it's kind of like killing pleasure from other forms of stimulation, right? So, like, it is that so tight squeezing when when um, someone is masturbating that he gets so used to that that then nothing else can kind of mimic that and nothing else can give that same kind of an, enough sensation that he's then used to so that he can orgasm, which is very sad that once somebody gets so used to that, then they can't enjoy any other sexual interaction with a partner. And so what do we do about that? Right. Um, and I also think it's important uh, before we get into solutions to talk about like there are a lot of reasons why a man might not be able to have an orgasm during sex. And it can be part of a lot of underlying other issues. So if this is a persistent issue for you um, and you don't 
you know, grip your penis really hard, um, you should probably go to a doctor and get yourself checked out to make sure that there's not another issue. Um, also, there's something called whiskey dick. Um, so if you drink a lot of alcohol and then try to have sex or or masturbate, you can't orgasm. We're not talking about like alcohol related. We're not talking about diabetes related. Um, we're talking about men who are healthy, clean bill of health, and who squeeze their penis really tight when they masturbate. What happens with them? Um, I, I mean, and we're going to talk about some solutions after our break in a few minutes. Uh, but I, I think it's really interesting that we have a term for men who don't orgasm during sex. But we know that there's a huge percentage of women, 70% of women who don't orgasm from sex as well, unless there's direct clitoral stimulation. We don't have a word for it. So why do we have the special word for men? And it, like Spring said, it's a pretty menacing word, like death. It's, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I mean, it is interesting because we do hear um, quite a lot this idea that women will be reliant on their vibrators um, and won't be able to have... Um, orgasms any other way and like there's a lot of more fear about that i think than actuality um but it is funny that there's not a word or a phrase that actually encapsulates that for um people with clitorises and there is a word for that for people with penises well and this question came to us with a whole lot of other information so this was from a concerned partner um and whenever they were having sex with their boyfriend uh the boyfriend would have to pull out and masturbate furiously in order to orgasm right so the the partner was feeling bad about themselves because they couldn't get their partner off only their partner could get their partner off as well um and i think that we can talk for a few minutes like like if you're in that position i i hope you don't feel bad i understand why you might but this is, it's, it's not your issue, right? And I love that you phrase it like, what can you do about it to help them? Um, so we're going to be giving some strategies in a few minutes. But if you are the partner of the person with death grip, it's not your fault. You don't have a loose vagina. We already talked about that a few episodes ago. <laughs> um, your anus isn't too loose. Your mouth isn't too loose. I mean, I do have a pretty big mouth. Never mind. Um, I mean, so this is mostly about the person with the penis working to reprogram their brain, right? So that's really what we're getting at today. Um, but we do need to take a break and we will be back in just a minute to talk about some solutions. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Um, okay. So we're talking about death grip. Um, we're going to be talking about some solutions. Um, Spring, what are some of the basic solutions that we have for something like death grip? So one of the basic solutions for death grip is to really work to reprogram this. So a lot of this is actually mental and it's not actually a physical problem um, most often. And so even though there's this idea that it has to be this really intense stimulation to provide the orgasm, that is a mental idea that has been created through the um over and over, you know, practicing of this that has created a mental idea that this is the only way that I can orgasm. And so one of the things that we need to do is to start to reprogram that idea in somebody's head to reprogram that that is the only way that an orgasm can happen. 
And a lot of the times people learn about masturbation by watching some kind of pornography. And often in pornography, for theater and drama and effect, whenever there's masturbation, it is fast and it is mm-hmm. furious and it is wild and the face is all scrunched up. Um, so people mimic a lot of those behaviors when they start learning how to orgasm, when they start learning how to masturbate. So then their orgasms are dependent on it. Um, so once again, this has come up on a whole bunch of episodes. Porn isn't real. Porn is a fantasy. Take a step back from porn and... Uh, realize that what people are doing there isn't what you need necessarily to do as well. Um, but we've also talked about the NoFap movement. Um, we have an earlier episode about that, uh, which was also something that's sort of in response to this as well, where people aren't feeling like they're having great sex with their partner or they're having, uh, they're never able to orgasm with a partner. Um, and we talked about how NoFap is mostly fake science. There's nothing real there. But in terms of death grip, if you're having a problem, there are a couple elements from the NoFap community that can really help with you, uh, help with it. Um, And the first one is use lube and use lots of lubricant. Um, One of the issues that we see with people who experience death grip is that they learn to masturbate without any lube. So they were doing it, you know, in the room, shamefully under a cover as fast as they can, trying to get it over with so they could get that orgasm and no one could find out um, without lubricant. And if you're not using lubricant, you get a lot of rough stimulation on the penis. You can actually have calluses build up on the glands of the penis. So one of the things that you can do to reduce that is just use lube and use your favorite kind of lube. I love lube. (laughs) We do have a whole episode about why lube is amazing. So number one would be uh, get some lube because lube is amazing and it can help you uh, masturbate without that kind of intense pressure. Um, Another thing that is recommended is that you stop masturbation altogether unless you're doing something with your partner, right? So the only time that you're working on sexual pleasure is whenever you are engaging in behaviors with your partner. So your partner's hands and your partner's mouth and vagina or anus, whatever, any hole is the goal, right? Um, so don't masturbate anymore. Take take your hand off your penis and let someone else put their hand on your penis for you. Right. And if you don't have any partners at the moment, then this you just skip this uh, recommendation. You use one of the other recommendations. So that might not be an option for everybody, but um, somebody might still be experiencing death grip syndrome and wanting to get over it. And so if you don't have a partner to work with, then um, we can um, use one of these other plans. Right. So you can use lubricant. Um, you can do soft touch only where that's like you you barely glide the hand over the penis. So instead of squeezing tight, it's just a very gentle touch. Um, something that's been really successful uh, for a lot of men, and they've posted about it online, is the use of male sex toys. And we see lots of advertisements for things like dildos and vibrators. And we don't talk about male sex toys very frequently. Um, but there's a male sex toy called the Fleshlight. Mm-hmm. You want to tell everyone what a flashlight is, Spring? A flashlight is a, I mean, it is shaped kind of like a flashlight, uh, but larger. <laughs> and so a flashlight is this large um, cylindrical shaped device that a penis can be inserted into and used to kind of hold the penis while masturbating. And they can look Usually they look like a vulva, um, though some are made to look like um, anuses as well. And, and so, mouths. 
and mouth. So you can find one that looks like the um, hole that you are most interested in putting your penis into. <laughs> and, and then you put your penis into that uh, fleshlight and use that as a way to find your orgasm. Right. And fleshlight that you use lots of lube with them as well. Um, and they're really soft, like squishy materials. Um, like I, I'm trying to think of something like kind of like a Nerf ball, but smooth. Um, so it's soft, soft and it's squishy. Um, and there's all kinds of ribbing on the inside. So there's lots of sensation, but there's no, but it's not tight. Right. So it's much more like an actual vagina or anus or mouth where it's going to be softer there's going to be lots of like sensation that builds up on the inside and that sensation isn't going to come from that intense squeezing instead it's going to come from like the actual soft material um and you can actually find flashlights really cheap on some websites like aliexpress you can get them for a few bucks delivered to your house so we're not being sponsored by any flashlight company um but we know we have a lot of young listeners so it's putting it out there if you go to aliexpress and just type in like male masturbation device or male masturbator you can get them for like two or three bucks yeah, and that is something that we see quite a lot of men talking about as really helping them um, because it is just this like very stimulating tool that doesn't require that tight grip and that it's almost like who can resist orgasming from it. So I highly recommend checking that out if that's uh, something if you're experiencing uh, death grip syndrome. Um, I only have one more uh, solution that men have talked about that has been successful for them. Do you have any other ones, Spring? Um, I do. I, well, I want to go back to the retraining just because we didn't really talk about how to do that so much. This okay. mental retraining. So let me, I'm going to give my solution, then okay. we'll talk about retraining. So um, the last piece that I have is that for a lot of men, they become dependent upon pornography as part of this death grip syndrome. Um, So another thing that you can do is you can just remove pornography from your masturbation. And for some men, that's enough to help them start to retrain as well, right? Because it's taking the attention off of the visuals and the hand and they can focus on the sensations more in their body. Um, So I mean, that we, we, Lube is a few dollars. You can get a male masturbator anywhere from like two to five hundred dollars. Um, you can n- stop watching porn for free. You can stop masturbating and let someone else touch your penis. That's also well, mostly free. Um, so there's a whole range of different kinds of solutions out there. But let's talk about retraining for just a few minutes. Yeah. So I mean, if you think about this idea of retraining your brain, um, I think there's a lot of different ways that we can do it. Right. We can really think about like what um, different parts of this might benefit the most from retraining. And so if you're somebody who is always, you, you think you have this death grip syndrome, you think you can only orgasm from this like very vigorous type of stimulation. Um, but I want to look at all of the things that are involved in that usual repertoire so we can start to shift those one by one and start to look at how we can retrain the brain into orgasming in different ways. And so um, if, for example, you're always is watching a certain type of porn and you're always doing it without lube and you're always um, 
doing it very quickly and you're always doing it standing up and you're always doing it in the bathroom or whatever. Um, if there's like kind of like a lot of um, similarities and kind of the style in place and like timing or whatever it is and how you're masturbating, then I think we can start to shift these one at a time. And so a lot of times when we're talking about this death grip syndrome, it is kind of a lot of these factors working together actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can start to retrain the brain by saying, um, okay, it doesn't really have to be this way. And so for example, um, you might try shifting some of the other things before you actually try shifting the, um, the tight grip that you're using, because, um, if you're, if you're like feeling very reliant on that, try shifting like the material that you're looking at and the place and the time and like, and using the lube and all these other factors so that you start to realize, I think, that actually can work faster in the brain to realize, oh, you know, I can orgasm in different ways. And that starts to open up the possibility. And then I think another thing that we can do once we start we start to shift the possibility, shift toward the possibility that orgasm is possible in other styles of masturbation, then we can also do some training where we are masturbating to near the point of orgasm and then working with other forms of um, stimulation to see if we can reach orgasm and trying a lot of different things at that point so that, again, we're retraining the brain and showing it that orgasm is possible through several different means. I mean, I think that's really great advice uh, for anybody who's having problems orgasming for any reason. That's great for women as well. We know that those often women can get off with masturbating, uh, get off with masturbation pretty easily and struggle with a partner. And that's because, once again, you have to retrain your brain that it doesn't always have to be in the same place, in the same position, with the same motion, the same friction. Um, and I really like Spring's advice where, you know, you just have to change one thing at a time. If you're used to masturbating in the shower vigorously as fast as you can to get off um, so no one can find out about it, just change where you're doing that and then change the time and really focus on the pleasure or focus on the sensations rather than that goal, I have to get through the orgasm as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else that we need to cover today about death grip syndrome? Um, once again, I need to reiterate that um, if you are experiencing problems with orgasm, um, there are some other underlying issues that it can be um, something serious. It could be something like diabetes. It could be alcoholism. Um, it, it is worth going to talk to your general practitioner uh, if you think that it's something other than Spring and I are talking about like the mental block or the like the physical sensation, those kind of things. Those you can work on with some of the tips that we've talked about. Um, but if it's a bigger issue, you might want to go talk to someone else. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we do have a shout out today. Our pride contest is on for the rest of this month. Um, all you have to do is post a picture of yourself at any pride event. And remember, we said that it can be a pride event with you and your friend in the living room, whatever it is, uh, especially if you live in a place that doesn't have pride. If you live in a place where it's not safe for you to take a picture of yourself on post pride, um, you can post, you know, just a generic picture without your face in it. We totally understand that as well. Um, and what we'll do at the end of this month is we will randomly select four winners for the following prizes. Uh, I'll condom and lube goodie bag, a $25 Amazon gift card, an affirmation handwritten from spring delivered to you, and a pride letter from me. 
Um, so we hope you, uh, I mean, I can't wait to see all of the people who are posting the great things that they're doing in Pride Month, which is June. Um, so feel free to enter our contest and hopefully you can win one of those prizes. And I just want to say that um, if you are not comfortable tagging us or doing a hashtag or whatever, um, that's what we encourage. But um, if you have a private account and you're just not comfortable doing that and you still want to enter our contest, you can um, direct message us a photo and um, a message about it. And we will also enter you in the contest. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure that you're safe. Make sure that you protect yourself. Coming out is a big deal. Um, and for a lot of people, it, it's a question of safety. And we never want to jeopardize your safety with our show. So, all right. Um, so, uh, do we have anything else that we need to cover today? That's it. Just where can people find us, Andrew? So, you can find us on any place that you listen to podcasts. Wait, you're listening to us already. No, where can you find us otherwise? <laughs> um, you can email us your questions. We love to hear from you. We're the sexwrap at gmail.com. You can call us at 413 iRapid. And then we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, um, all at the sexwrap. So, thanks for listening, everybody. See you real soon. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just two of music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. <laughs>